Welcome to the Paul Stone Sports Podcast. For over 30 years, Paul Stone has been seriously handicapping college football, college basketball, and PGA Tour golf. Over the past five seasons, spanning almost 600 releases, Paul has hit 55% against the spread in college football, gaining the respect of sports books and bettors throughout the world. He is monitored by highly respected the Sports Monitor of Oklahoma City. Paul has also won two major Las Vegas football handicapping contests and finished in the top four in two others. Each week, Paul will provide exclusive handicapping insights on the podcast. To receive Paul's exact picks each week, you can sign up for member-only access at paulstonesports.org. Now, on to the show. Hello again, everyone. Uh, This is episode 84 of the Paul Stone Sports Podcast. I, of course, am Paul Stone coming to you from the eastern part of the state of Texas. As I record, it's 11 a.m. Thursday, December 29th. College football bowl games uh, in full swing. And, boy, did we have a doozy last night between uh, Arkansas and Kansas. Uh, Arkansas winning that game uh, in uh, double overtime, holding off the Jayhawks, who posted a furious uh, comeback to force overtime. But a great college football bowl game for those of us who enjoy uh, watching college football teams extend their season. Uh, today's podcast is going to be short and sweet. Uh, it's going to be uh, the title of today's uh, podcast, Aptly the Final Four. So aptly titled the Final Four. Going to discuss, as you might imagine, briefly discuss Saturday's two college football playoff semifinal matchups, TCU versus Michigan in the opener on Saturday and Georgia versus Ohio State in the nightcap. Going to ask, uh, first of all, that you kind of bear with me. You can probably tell that I have a cold. I've been dealing with this thing for the last couple of months off and on. I am one of these people. I literally am never sick, and I don't feel terrible, but this thing's just got a hold of me a little bit. It kind of affects the way that I speak a little bit, so just bear with me. We're going to get through it. It's going to be short and sweet. I'm going to give a selection uh, in one of Saturday's college football semifinals, and I'm going to provide, I guess you would say, the framework for a potential selection in the other. So uh, we'll do that. And I think I'm going to throw in a college basketball comp selection, uh, one of my premium selections for those who are early bird listeners who actually listen to the podcast today on Thursday, December 29th. This game's going to post uh, or tip off, rather, I believe, at 7 p.m. Eastern today, Thursday, December 29th. So we'll talk about that uh, at the conclusion of the podcast. First of all, I want to give a little plug for my service, Paul Stone Sports, uh, having another banner year in both college football and college basketball. Uh, first of all, I am en route to achieving my eighth consecutive winning season in college football against the spread as monitored by the independent, the sports monitor of Oklahoma City. I've hit a collective 56% against the spread over those 900-plus monitored selections. That includes regular season and bowls over the, those last eight seasons. I don't believe anyone else. Uh, can claim this level of monitored success over that large of a sample size. I'm really 
proud of that. The season, this season in college football didn't start out well, uh, but I've closed with a uh, flurry, uh, thankfully. I've now hit 30 of my last 43 premium releases, so 30 and 13 against the spread in my last 43 in college football through games played Wednesday, December 28th. Had Kansas plus three last night as my premium selection, and I'll admit that is really lucky, but I'll take luck when I can get it because we all know that that pendulum will sometimes swing the other way, but I'll acknowledge it was fortunate, very lucky, but I'll take them any way we can get them. Now, uh, at this point in the season, regular season and bowls in college football are combined 62-49-2, and two. Uh, 56% against the spread. I'm also off to a nice similar start in college basketball, 53-41 against the spread as monitored again by the highly respected, the sports monitor of Oklahoma City. That is well, 56% against the spread. So kind of a theme there in that also through games played yesterday, Wednesday, December 28th. You can get the remainder of my college football season uh, through the national championship game for just 129 the remainder of my college basketball season all the way through the national championship game in April for just two ninety nine, or both uh, college football and college basketball for just three fifty nine. If interested, please visit paulstonesports.org. Again, that's paulstonesports.org. And now on to the games, the football games to be uh, specific. We're going to take these in chronological order. We're going to start with the game to be played first among the two semifinals on Saturday, this Saturday, December 31st. That game is going to be a 3 p.m. Central kickoff at State Farm uh, Stadium there in Glendale, Arizona, featuring the Michigan Wolverines and the TCU Horn Frogs. Michigan in the playoff for the second straight year. TCU becomes the first team from the state of Texas to qualify for the four-team playoff in its brief history. This game, folks, first of all, is one I don't really have a a strong opinion on the side at this point. As we said, you know, Michigan made the playoff last year, so they have the the benefit of having uh, experienced this scenario. TCU to this point, they've had a magical season, got out of the gate 12 and 0 before losing the Big 12 title game to Kansas State 31 28 in Arlington, Texas. Max Duggan, their quarterback, he began the year as Chandler Morris's backup at that position, ends the year second only to USC's Caleb Williams in the Heisman Trophy voting. Just an incredible storybook season for Max Duggan. My biggest concerns surrounding TCU in this game are are twofold, I guess you could say. One, you know, this large of a stage is totally new to the Horned Frogs. Uh, They play a lot of big-time football games in in the Big 12, a very balanced conference this year, the most balanced in all of college football, but this is different. So that's one of my concerns, and two – can they slow down Michigan's vaunted running game? TCU only ranked 69th in rushing defense. They allowed 154.3 yards per game rushing this year. Uh, Michigan's top back, as you many of you might know, their top back, Blake Corum, out for the season due to a knee injury. But Donovan Edwards, uh, more than a capable backup, to put it mildly. He's rushed for 872 yards this season. 
7.5 yards per carry uh, does Edwards average, so quite a back. I heard somebody, a TCU supporter, um, mention on social media that uh, you know everybody's talking about Michigan's running game, but did you see what TCU's defense did to Texas's running game? And B. John Robinson just shut them down. That's absolutely accurate. That is true. Uh, the, the Horn Frogs did a great job against Texas and B. John Robinson, but Texas has a young offensive line. They have a very average middle of the road power five offensive line. Michigan, they have the best offensive line in college football. Uh, the Wolverines just won their second straight Joe Moore award. Uh, that award symbolic of having the nation's top offensive line. So the Wolverines control that line of scrimmage, a different animal than facing the Texas Longhorns offensive line. This line, the betting line at some point is going to start moving tomorrow on Friday the 30th or, you know, maybe the morning of the 31st, but there's going to be some movement off this seven and a half. And what my recommendations is going to be, you know, seven and a half, first of all, if you're looking at the favorite, which would be the only side I'll probably take at this point. Seven and a half, not a whole lot different than eight and a half or nine and a half because the game's probably, not absolutely, but probably not going to land eight or nine. So I'm going to be still. I'm going to wait for my opportunity. I'm going to hope this game goes down to seven. You might have to, you know, watch the lines. Hopefully you have multiple outs. But if it hits seven, I'm going to take not a huge position, but I'm going to take Michigan minus seven if I can find it. If it doesn't go down to seven, I'm just going to stay put, going to watch the game, going to enjoy the game. We don't have to bet every game, folks. I'm hoping to find Michigan minus seven over TCU. The second game on uh, Saturday, this game going to kick off at uh, 7 p.m. Saturday Central Time at Mercedes-Benz Stadium there in Atlanta. This is going to be the Georgia Bulldogs' third game this season at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Played their season opener there against Oregon, dominated the Ducks 49-3, to then played uh, four weeks ago, roughly, against LSU uh, in the SEC title game, uh, beat the Tigers 50-30 to in that game. And now they get Ohio State in Atlanta, Again, their third trip, the Bulldogs playing at Mercedes-Benz Stadium, kind of their home away from home, only 75 miles from their campus in Athens. Ohio State fans, first of all, they're going to be there in mass. You know, nobody travels better than the Buckeyes. That's a big-time fan base. But still, you know, one has to expect Georgia's going to have the advantage in the stands playing that close to home, but it might not be all that significant, not as significant as it would be in other similar uh, geographical setups, if you will. But regardless of where the game's played, whether it be in Atlanta or Milwaukee or Dubuque, Iowa, Georgia is a great football team, and it's a great football team with no clear weaknesses. You know, they had the hiccup, if you will, against uh, Missouri the first Saturday in October, on October 1st, trailed the Tigers in Columbia by double digits, 22-12, to 12, early in the fourth quarter, had to rally to beat Missouri 26-22. But since that game, the Bulldogs have been absolutely dominant. They've won their last eight games since that close call by an average of slightly more than 25 points a game. 
all of their victories by double digits. You look at Ohio State, meanwhile, the Buckeyes coming off that 45-23 home loss to Michigan in its regular season finale, uh, which many felt might have kept them out of the playoff, but they were able to get in. The Buckeyes' defense is what concerns me here. They've given up a total of 75 points in their last two games before giving up 45 to Michigan. They had allowed 30 to Maryland. In those two games against Michigan and Maryland, the Buckeyes gave up a total of 932 total yards offense, allowed 7.3 yards per play. Uh, The Buckeyes, they do rank quite high in several key defensive uh, statistical categories. But I don't put too much stock in those stats. Those stats have been padded uh, due to the fact they've played a slate of mostly pedestrian Big Ten offenses, not great offense in that league for the most part. That defense is still a concern. They might be a little bit better in Jim Knowles' first season there in uh, Columbus. But dating back to last year, if you remove Notre Dame, Notre Dame, Good football team this year, but a little bit offensively challenged. If you remove and don't count Notre Dame this year in the season opener, the last three top ten opponents faced by Ohio State have all scored 42 or more points. I don't think they're going to be able to slow down the Bulldogs on Saturday night. I like Georgia minus six and a half Saturday over Ohio State in Atlanta. I'm going to give you a a quick uh, basketball selection here. And this is going to be in a game. But uh, a lot of you, I'm not going to give any analysis on the game, but this college basketball game that's going to tip at uh, 6 p.m. Central tonight in the state of New Jersey. It's one of the added games. It's a game between Merrimack and Fairleigh Dickinson. I'm going to look at the total here, the total of 136. Take this game to go under. Again, this is Merrimack and Fairleigh Dickinson under 136 tonight in New Jersey. And that game, again, being played tonight, Thursday, December 29th. So early bird listeners of the podcast will be able to take advantage, hopefully take advantage of that selection. Appreciate you listening to me. This one was a little bit shorter than a lot of them, but uh, got a lot going on today. It's the holidays, college football, college basketball, so much going on. Until next time, signing off once again, I'm Paul Stone. Thank you for listening to the Paul Stone Sports Podcast. Make sure to subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast platform so you never miss an episode. And visit paulstonesports.org to sign up for member-only access to Paul's college football, college basketball, and PGA Tour golf picks and predictions. 